Join us for a monumental moment. You are here with a Trio Tribune. Hello, hello, and welcome back. We are so excited for this episode. You're here with your hosts, Abby, Amelia, Beth. We're super excited to be with you guys. We're super grateful for all the support and everyone that's listened and shared. We're going to start with our highs and lows. Uh, let's start with Abby. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm always on the spot. Like, I don't know this is coming. At this point, <laughs> I, I do, but I don't. Okay. My hi from this week. We finished all the Christmas decorating, which I typically don't do this early in the year, but I would say it's a high that I did do it abnormally early for myself. It's just made this season feel like more complete. The low... I feel like this was my low, but I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a low. I ran out of ketchup, and normally I would just throw the bottle away because that's just how I have always been. But I feel like I'm resonating with my grandpa lately. <laughs> and so we ran out of ketchup, and I just am like, hey, Adelaide, add water, shake it up. And I had like two more servings of ketchup. So thank you, grandpa, for the hack. I guess they had hacks back then. <laughs> now we Did can it share it. Actually, taste good. It yeah, tasted was it fine. Watery? It was like fine, really. So I mean, watery. I didn't mix. Like <laughs> I, I kind of feel gaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little, like not a ton of water, but enough to like get all the stuff on mm-hmm. the edges out. Yeah, and so it was. It, it tasted was the same. So yeah, everybody, jump on that bandwagon and just add water to the rest of your sauces. <laughs> Okay. Do it with your shampoo, do it with your conditioner. <laughs> do you know how much money you can save? <laughs> For real, though. We throw away so much. I feel like yeah. growing up, too, it was just like, oh, bye. He'd walk in. He'd be like, you can make a whole... He'd go to our garbage can because there was a tub of pe- peanut, peanut butter, butter. And he'd scrape it out. You can make a whole sandwich out of this. We're like, oh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> do you know how much effort that takes, though, to, like, get the peanut butter out? But yeah. mom bought a whole nother big one, so we don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Bethany, let's hear yours. Okay, I'm going to start with my low. My low. Our window, our front window in our Ooh, car, yeah. finished cracking all the way through. We went through the car wash and... It's so, when we went to, like, PAL, it cracked it only, like, halfway, and slowly it was going, and now it finished off. But that, we need to get a new window anyways, and we've been just putting it off. But now, yeah, it cracked the whole way through. And every time I'm like, oh, no, it cracked. But, like, we knew that was going to happen unless we right. fixed it. So that's the low. My high is I've been consistent with running. Um, I brought my running shoes to Thanksgiving and I ran before Thanksgiving and I, I'm proud of myself because it's been really hard to do much for myself, especially work out when I don't have like the motivation, but it's not about motivation anymore for me. It's about consistency and just doing it for me. So it's been two weeks and I've ran yeah, multiple times in the week. So my goal is to run five days a week. Um, so, I mean, this last week I missed one so far. But 
still that's so much better than what I was doing before. So that's a high for me, my running. That's awesome, Beth. Proud of you. I think it's harder for me to think of a low than it is to think of a high for sure. Yeah. I just feel like people who are listening could be like, that's their low. Like, ew, I don't like them. Because <laughs> their life seems so good. Because I'm like, yeah, that sounds so dumb. But also, it is very vulnerable to think of like some lows and then also hard to think of like what's Well, like good. a proper low because I'm yeah. not going to share my deepest, yeah, yeah like intimate low battles yeah not right now eventually we might when it passes but in the thick of it we don't want to yeah bring it up right it just reminds me of a group setting when yeah you would share a high and low you're not gonna it's not a therapy session so yeah we're not gonna share our low we're not gonna blow up our lows yeah Yeah. throw out our dirty laundry it's just like oh we were excited about this part we were sad about this part or disappointed that's what we that's what we're referring to with highs and lows. <laughs> Our lives are not perfect. There's a lot going on, and we are here and supportive of it, and we know that everyone has it. However, there are smaller lows and highs that we can can give credit and attention to. And I like that Amelia did point out that it is easier for us to focus on our highs, and I think that's a good point. Like, those are easy to share mm-hmm. with everyone. Well, yeah, and the other thing, too, is, like, if you're going to do the contrast of, like, oh, that's their low. I mean, it's not like our highs are, like, oh, my gosh, I won a million dollars. Like, true. it's relative to it. Like, yeah, our high so is, true. what was our high? That your bank account's not negative? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that pretty basic. <laughs> not for me. My high is that I'm running again. Yeah, like, like that we, like, so we yes. just want to share small things that we're happy about and maybe like sad about it's Deserve not to have acknowledgement. yeah yes. that's all it is <laughs> Sorry, but no ahead. yeah you're great I think my low would be I I mean I kind of think I'd want to just like hearing Beth I'm like oh yeah being outside of my routine makes it harder to get back into a routine so that's kind of like the thing I'm like oh yeah I haven't been able to do the routines that I've enjoyed so much mm-hmm. being um, out of town or, you know, the holidays, things like that. My high would be that, um, well, it was just talking about grandpa made me, um, grateful that he was able to come to Thanksgiving. And when he first got there, uh, he, he is, uh, recovering (laughs) from a few different things. And so he just looked like he was recovering (laughs) and, he was um, slowly making his way to say hi to everyone, and I was able to say hi to him. But once he was done, I I helped him find a seat. I got him a drink, got him a plate of appetizers, and I was able to sit with him and talk to him and just catch up. And I thought that was special and, and good. And, and I'm sure we all took the time throughout the evening to do that, but that was my high. I was grateful I was able to connect with my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept calling me Amelia. Yeah, I think I am his favorite. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, though, is the only reason why he was calling me at all was to get me a drink or (laughs) to get him a drink. So he'd say, hey, Amelia, Amelia, will you get me a drink? Oh, so maybe I'm his favorite to boss around. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is he kept leaning over and he's looking at me and then he'd look at Beth and say, hey, Amelia. And I'm like, oh, Grandpa, that's, that's Bethany. And he'd look back at me and he'd like, hey, Amelia. <laughs> he really wanted me, <laughs> and then he'd end up just being, "Hey, honey, will you get me a drink?" And Aww. I was like, "Yes, I'll get you a drink, Grandpa." <laughs> this is a topic I've been 
con- like considering or just had on my mind for a while. I think it's one that could benefit a lot of people, but I'm, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I would think that it could really help mothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the title is um, that you will never regret investing into yourself. And that could go in a, in a, into a few different aspects of your life. It could be like your career, your education, um, your relationships, physical, mental, emotional, however you want to invest into you and in whichever avenue you want to do that right and and not doubting yourself basically I've just learned that I have never regretted doing something for me and my future mm-hmm. and so and it was like a hindsight moment when I was like I've literally never regretted it even if it didn't pan out it's always benefited me and so I would want anyone and everyone to take that step for themselves mm-hmm. So one question I came up with, when is a time you felt the most afraid of investing into yourself? Whether that was school, career, relationships, personal, emotional, physical. I feel like that is me right now. It's super hard to feel like I can, I mean, I've never been more motivated and have had more um, drive and I feel like more affirmation knowing that it's the best thing to invest in myself. It's very scary. I've been a stay-at-home mom for like the last six years. So being able to take the leap and try and fulfill myself in more endeavors. Um, There's like this balance of like mom guilt and also realizing like being able to realize that the fear of mom guilt should not outweigh the ability and example I'll set for my girls by bettering myself mm-hmm. and, and investing in myself through like work and yeah career for me i would say it is the insecurity i have of not knowing what I'm doing. Mm. I don't do something when I feel like I don't know what I'm doing or I'm dumb at it. And I'm not very good at, like, learning. <laughs> D can Google anything and he'll do it because he or YouTube and he just knows and will watch it and understand it and get it and do it. And for me, that... I am like, oh, I'm not not smart at this, so it probably won't come out good, so I'm not going to do it. Or, and I think that that comes to like a perfectionism type of thing. Um, I want things to be perfect, and obviously I'm thinking it won't be perfect, so I might just not do it as at all. However, I think a lot of it comes from intellectual insecurity for me Mm, yeah yeah and I think it's really easy to doubt yourself we maybe hesitate to invest into ourselves or to do something that might be a little bit more vulnerable it kind of reminds me of the movie we we went and saw wish last night and they make a wish and give it to this 
uh, sorcerer? Is that what he was? I don't know. He's like the leader. He's like their president or king. Oh, he's their king. They're well, king. Yeah. And he is magic. And they all give their wishes to him. And they, and I picture that like investing. They're giving their investments into him, hoping that they'll get a return. And it's not likely that they do, right? Because they're mm-hmm. doubt, like, and I'm not saying that it's necessarily like they're doubting themselves, but it reminds me they have of more trust in somebody else than yeah. themselves. And yes. it's like they know the outcome because by in this, in the story, and I think we can relate to this in life. If we know that something is going to fail because we give up, there's like this sense of acceptance because we have that control, mm-hmm. right? So when we invest in something and don't know the outcome, we feel a sense of more risk. Yeah. Where if we know that it's, if we know the outcome and we know the investment, it's not as risky. So even if it is to fail, right? And I think that that's like in the show. They give their wish, so they invest, because it, it gives them peace or, like, just um, almost like an absence of It's like they let go, right? Then yeah. they let go. Yeah. Like, I've done all I can do. I gave it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they don't have any more control over it. It's, like, almost like no responsibility either. It's up to him to fulfill, the leader yeah. to fulfill their life, really. Yeah. And I'm sitting here just like kind of thinking of you both in times that I've seen you guys invest into yourselves. Like Beth, I saw you go to aesthetic school. That was something you had wanted to do to do for years. And Abby, like I've seen you perform in like on stage as a dancer multiple times in different companies, solos. And I'm just wondering, um, why do you guys think it's important to invest into yourself? Well, now I feel like it's even more important as a mother. That gives me even more reason because I know that I'm setting an example and I'm my kids. This is what they have to reference. I mean, they have a lot of things to reference, but I know that naturally we reference our parents for direction. And so for me, that gives me more sense of responsibility in my choices and investing in myself to show my kids like, Hey, this is what we as women are capable of doing. And yes, it's scary. And if anything, even if it fails, we learn and that's of value. Yeah. I think for me, mine is more selfish, but in a mother way is as a mother, I want to find purpose outside of motherhood too. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that's my one calling and I'm, I am very serious about it. However, it's not the only thing that will fulfill me. And so I want to find ways that can fulfill me outside of motherhood too. Yeah, Yeah, I think that was like, even just listening to you talk, Abby, that was something that kind of came to my mind is like, I think that's amazing to have that for your girls. But it's also going to be amazing for you once your girls are out of your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, you're only a parent. You're a parent forever once you have your kid. But the role shifts once they become adults. Yeah. And they start doing those things on their own. And for me, the reason why I chose aesthetics is obviously I love skin and beauty and all that. I'm very into that. However, it was something that could give me the freedom while I'm a mom. Like, it's something I can do together with motherhood you know yeah um so I think 
that that's been really nice is finding things that fit motherhood that still is not motherhood. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, like definitely with work, like I decided to take the step of going to school and then working in a salon and then leaving a salon so that I could work on my own. And I did that so that I wouldn't have to account to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Like to have a little bit more freedom. And I think that was a really good time for me to invest into myself and see the benefit of that. But is there a time for either of you that you've done something or hoped for something or tried to invest into yourself and it didn't go as planned? I mean, there's been lots of friendships where I feel like I have put in the effort because I want to be friends with them. And then I realize, oh, wait, this is a one-sided friendship. Is that Mm -hmm. something that that fits with investing and it's not? Well, that's actually a funny thing because I did, I think I talked to you about this, Abby, about how sometimes a person will give more to a relationship because it benefits them more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you need to feel, even if you're not receiving as much from that relationship, you need to feel that sense of connection. Or usefulness. Or Or yeah, yeah, like if you feel like you are of purpose because you are giving, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like that saying with service, when you serve others, you actually get like a serotonin boost. Mm -hmm. Um, So it benefits you. If that's the only reason for a relationship, you know, then it it could still be self, a form of self-care. Wow, that sounds really toxic though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just know that there's some relationship, like you will hear people say like, oh, I was doing everything, so I stopped. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was, and I just remember hearing someone say that, and I was like, yeah, but if the relation, yeah, maybe you initiated everything, but when you're talking to someone else, generally they're responding, and maybe you're benefiting more. And the other thing, too, is, like, for me, if I'm giving so, if I keep giving and reaching out to this person or these people, it's maybe, like, a little tangent, but I'm not getting hurt. By reaching out to someone. Mm -hmm. It's only when you set different expectations, then you allow yourself to to potentially get hurt. So if you can set that boundary, like whoever you were talking to, where you could say, oh, where they just said, I just stopped. Then maybe the alternative would be just stop having an expectation, but continue to do what you're doing. Because the only thing that could potentially come from it is positive. Mm-hmm. Right, I think expectations is a big thing inside of relationships, and that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, back to self care. <laughs> no, yeah. I think that was a no. Good yeah. No, I think that's. Great. I I honestly can't think of a time where I invested in myself and regretted it. Yeah, right. I yeah. feel like every time I've invested, which I'm still learning how to do at this stage in life, is how to invest in myself and how to self care. It's a journey. But there's not been one time where I'm like, oh, shoot, I should not have taken that shower or gone to this class or signed up for this educational program. I never regretted it. Mm -hmm. Ever. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I for sure want to, like, make sure that's clear is that you will never regret investing into yourself. Like, you really won't. Whatever it is. Even if it doesn't go as planned. Um, And then the other thing that I've noticed as well, like... Sometimes it can be scary to make a move, whether it's moving, 
your house, you know? Well, mm-hmm. like, you guys have bought two homes. Mm-hmm. That's a big investment in moving and deciding to do that. Um, But typically what I've noticed is that successful people always know there's room for more successful people. Mm-hmm. Like a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. There's enough for everyone. Yeah, and if you feel like someone is limiting your beliefs or and or hopes or dreams for yourself, I can assure you widen your circle because there is going to be people who will support you and know that there is always room for more Mm -hmm. yes and and will help you with that I just remember sitting um at uh my the people I nannied for we were having Thanksgiving with them and the um husband the dad he was talking to D and was giving him so much advice. And he's a successful doctor. He he is just very successful. And I just remember thinking, he cares and wants D to be successful. I could just tell. I could see it. And he was, you know, never once kind of gave D fear in doing something. It was you can do this. You got, he was just very motivating. And I, I was like, wow, that's so cool that we have people like that in our life. And we have our uncles who own a big business who always give advice and want to help. And I just think that that's really cool that when you, you know, who the successful people are. I think it's, it's also indicative of their work ethic that got them there I think it's the people who work really hard and put in all the time and effort to get to this successful position that they then realize anyone can do this everyone can have it I worked so hard if I can do it absolutely you Mm -hmm. can do it and then we even see more potential in other people and that's like sometimes so frustrating like look at how much you can become because I know you can become so much yeah and so finding that courage or ability to see it in yourself Right. Be the, challenge. the thing too is there may be times that people are going to put a little fear in you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that they're bad, but they're obviously coming from a different place. And I think that's the point of like knowing that even if people are trying to scare you, you will not regretting investing into yourself, even if it doesn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, what, you end up in the same situation you were already in. Or you'll benefit from that experience, even if it didn't end up where you wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So, or it booms and you're you're somewhere that you didn't even think was possible. In my experience, I've realized that by doing one thing, for example, I was in high school, and I during high school I felt like for some reason I wanted to do everything. So I was in National Honor Society. I was Sterling Scholar. I was the president of dance company and doing all these things to invest in myself. And at the same time, I was like, oh, I am going to be, I was 17. I'm going to be 18. I have to have a career. That was my mind. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to hair school while I'm doing all these other things in high school. And in hindsight, I'm not a cosmetologist. I don't do that anymore but it's led me to where I am today so even though yeah getting my um experience in cosmetology isn't what I'm doing it's not what I do but 
having done that investment led me to my next investment, Mm -hmm. led me to my Mm -hmm. next step. So sometimes they're just stepping stones. Oh, for sure. I think I'm just picturing like maybe different times or experiences where we've had a big dream and people kind of deflate you a little. And and maybe it's because of their own experiences and stuff. Or their own fear. Or their own fear. Or the thought of you being even more than you are. And I think that's something that you could, like, why are we afraid of that? Of other people becoming more than they already are. Or for ourselves, you know? So why are we afraid of somebody being more successful? Yeah. Because we want to be more yeah. successful. Yeah, right? Like, it's like the scarcity mindset, and it's threatening. Like, if they're successful, then that limits my success. Which yeah. is such a funny way, because there's room for everyone. I think that we have these um, limitations that we put on ourselves based off of our own perception mm-hmm. and our own experiences, which if you think about it can be so limiting mm-hmm. because we only know so much, but when we set expectations beyond what we can imagine, which is probably more realistic based off of like a universal <laughs> yeah. um, mindset, then, then they're endless, endless opportunity for everyone. It makes me think of Abby when we were doing our goals and she saw 700 million. <laughs> we're going to make 700 million. I like me and Bethany are like, whoa. <laughs> so me and Amelia are over here like, that's, that's not possible. You're kidding, <laughs> like right? That. And Abby's like, you guys just don't believe. <laughs> we're like, you're right. Yeah. And then like, I said, I don't think you know how much money that is. <laughs> Probably not. My One concept day, of money, I'm still learning. No. But... I did think it was funny. We made these dream boards, and then after making a ten-year goal, like ten-year vision board, vision board, I I reference it now as our the business plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's our ten-year business plan. It's a business plan. This is what I was thinking. So a lot of my fresh thoughts come from the fact that I just started doing hair on my own, and like a big fear for. A lot of hairstylists is where are you gonna get your clientele? And I was driving to work, and I am passing cars on both sides of me, going every which way. And I'm like, there is a person driving each one of these cars. And I bet ninety five percent of the people driving these cars have hair on their head. So there's a lot of people out there who need their hair done. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like this, like yeah, I had been limited, like. From being in a space and only seeing who comes into a space and then going outside of that and seeing like, oh, every single one of these people needs a hair person. Mm-hmm. Every single one of these people needs a person, a teacher mm-hmm. or a esthetician or someone to whatever it is, right? So there is never a limitation on we don't need to limit what other people's needs are, basically. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's a good point. My last question, um, and then I have a thought, and then we can, if anyone else has a story or anything, we can share it and then wrap up. But um, what would you say to someone who is on the fence or is doubting themselves about taking the next step or move or feels like they need to find a way to invest into themselves? I am such a list person. So if you take your paper, fold it in half, write pros and cons. I can almost guarantee you every time the pros will outweigh the cons of investing in yourself, your future, your passions, 
don't neglect your responsibilities, obviously. Um, but there's almost always only good and learning and growth that can come from investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Manny watched a video that basically said, like, what moves would you make if you're detached from the outcome? Mm-hmm. And I think that's been something we will talk about often. You should repeat that. Yeah, so it says, what moves or things would you do if you were detached, if you detached yourself from the outcome? If you didn't care about the outcome, what would, what steps or moves would you make? Like, if you don't care if you got embarrassed, if you don't care if you didn't get it, if you, if you're not attaching yourself to the outcome, what things would you do? That's something that we like to think of often, like, oh, like, we don't need to attach our identity, ourselves, or our commitment to this outcome. All we need to do is make this move and take this step. And I like that because then it also um, disconnects, like, this concept of, like, I'll be happy when. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about self-growth or self-investment, we could think, oh, once I get this job or make this amount or have this title, I'll be happy. It kind of puts more emphasis on enjoying the process. Like if I decide to do this today, I'll feel this way right now. And then knowing that in these actions that I'm taking daily to become this better version of myself, I'll feel happy in the journey Mm -hmm. instead of, oh, I just have to sacrifice all of this. So then I'll be happy one day when my paycheck says this. Mm -hmm. So that was something I was, as I was thinking about this topic, that's kind of, I mean, our goal with this, with this topic and this, this episode is really to help you guys feel motivated and supported in taking whatever step you need to for self-growth and self-investment. Like we believe in you a hundred percent and and we want you to take those steps and moves and or find steps to make. But one thing, kind of like what Abby was saying, if you're suggesting I'll be happy when, if it's dependent on a bank account number, a car, a house, what you're hoping is for an emotion. So, right, so if I was going to work towards I'll be happy when I get this house, your goal that you're hoping to receive is an emotion, happiness. And so typically, say we work towards something, 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 and we don't end up with that house, but we end up with a home that's different and or it looks different, but we're in that home and we feel happy. I think that that's why people end up saying it's better than I could imagine because at that point, they're feeling the actual emotion and it's not based off of an object. Mm-hmm. There's a book I would recommend kind of based on this topic. It's called Be Your Future Self Now by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I read it not too long ago. And basically the message is live today in all of your actions as you go to be that person that you want to be Mm -hmm. in life. I read that book and it motivated me so much. I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo. (laughs) Do it for your future self. Yeah. Just be that person you want to be today. Take the actions that you want to become that person and enjoy them for what they are. Not trying to reach this end goal. Blah, blah, blah. 
I also want to say it's not bad to want things. No. To have yeah. a vision or or to think that we could have $700 million. That's not... No, but honestly, like, that is what pushes us. It's it's what Amelia said, the fact that it's not going to make us any happier and recognizing that. But you can still work towards it and finding the, the happiness in the journey is what's important and doing it that is important because ultimately you're doing it for yourself. You want something or you you need something and you're going to work for it and do it and you're going to find so much joy and satisfaction while working towards something. In my mind, I keep thinking of like, you know, when you're a kid or not even a kid and you get a question, right? Like a trivia question or a math problem and you just instantly feel this sense of like, accomplishment Mm -hmm. and it's there was nothing you didn't get a trophy and maybe maybe you were literally by yourself watching a trivia game and you answered it alone but that you still get that feeling Mm -hmm. nobody nobody acknowledged you you Mm -hmm. still got that feeling and I think that those are the moments that we need to live for and and experience nobody has to watch you nobody has to give you credit Enjoy the feeling of growth and learning and let that motivate you to become even more. Yeah, Yeah. it's like running for me. Like, I don't love running. It hurts my body. It hurts my breath. Like, but it's the fact after that I'm like, wow, I just ran three miles. I'm awesome. I feel so accomplished and good. My day's going to be great. So it's doing things to put you in that mindset and that that accomplished feeling I guess yeah that's the point we want to make is that investing into yourself is is amazing for goals and achieving but typically it's to reach a feeling or like have these moments and those will benefit you regardless of if you reach your goals so you should always invest into yourself I have never regretted investing into myself ever even if it looked different than I pictured it's always been and felt better than I thought. Mm-hmm. So um, our challenge or call to action would be that we want you to take a step um, towards investing into yourself and or find a step to take. So if I was going to specifically give you something to do to invest into yourself, I would say pick a avenue. If it's your career, okay, apply for a job that you've been, or search for a job that you would want to work at. Um, If it is physical, I would say take a walk, take a run, implement that. If it's a relationship, I would say reach out to that person. Um, If it's a self-care day, I would say put it on your calendar, mark some time for you to do that for you. I would say pick an avenue and then do that step that could follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make sure you like and subscribe and share. And we're just so grateful you're here. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Instagram at a trio tribune. Good (laughs) Good job, job. love Love you. you.